Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Happy Haven Podcast. This week we had Cal Dodd on. You know him as Wolverine from X-Men the Animated Series. Uh, this was a dream come true interview for me. I couldn't believe it. You can tell in my voice that I was fanboying out the entire time and he is an amazing human being. Um, I had a blast talking to him and wow, man. I mean, that's like... That's the Wolverine of our childhood. It was amazing. Um, he does sing a piece of Total Eclipse of the Heart, which is amazing. And um, you get to hear some behind-the-scenes stories of how the show started. And a really cool tidbit of information that the voice actor who played Jubilee actually knew Cal before the X-Men. And the relationship of Jubilee to Wolverine in X-Men the Animated Series played out in real life before the show even started, which is a really, really cool Easter egg type bit of information to have. But enough about me. Let's get into Mr. Dodd's interview, and um, you can listen to me be a complete dork while I talk to the Wolverine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Oh, I can hear you too. Yay! So say that again without the um, headset. Oh, um, oh yeah, I can hear you fine. I don't need the headset. Okay, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, what I was saying is, it it gave me a chance to get the edge off my my nerves because, uh, yeah, there, there there's certain people that I have on a list that I I wanted to get on the show. Um, you are right at the top with um, Kevin Conroy, who is Batman. Because for me, growing up, everything was X-Men and Batman. And, I mean, it's been a whole life of being a, a comic book nerd, but the cartoons came out right at the perfect age for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, my it, it, if you could see it, how it played out this week, I'd be sitting there and... We'd communicate real quick on Twitter, and I would just cut my eyes over to my wife, and she'd be like, I know, honey. <laughs> You're going to talk to Wolverine. And I'm like, his name is Cal. I need to make sure that I know his name is Cal, because I'm going to sound like an idiot on my own show if I'm like, hey, Wolverine. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, all week, she's like, you look like a kid at Christmas. And I'm like. I kind of am a kid at Christmas. If 36-year-old me could talk to That's early 90s me in my bedroom at 11 o'clock a.m., Fox 25 in Boston, Massachusetts, and be like, someday you're going to talk to Wolverine, I'd be like, get out of my room, you crazy old man. And <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts, where are you, by the way? I live now... After many years of adventuring, um, I live in the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. So okay. I'm about 20 miles away from the city. Oh, okay. All right. So the Boston accent got beat out of me living down here. <laughs> so is that where Sandler, is that Jay, is he in, is he in, you know, he's in Alabama. So you're, are you in Atlanta, Georgia, did you say? Yeah, I'm about, about 20 five. miles outside. Okay. All right. So you got nice. What's your weather like there? Uh, today, um, 
Mother Nature keeps threatening to piss on us, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, same here. Uh, it is 81 degrees, though, right now. And that's exactly what probably what it is here now. Uh, but th- for the last, up until uh, uh, yesterday, which was like um, about 90 degrees here, it, it, it has been like um, 50 degrees. Oh, really? Yeah. We had a spell in April that got really cold, which is really rare for us. And last week, one of the nights it got down into the 40s, and you would have thought the apocalypse was happening. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the south, you know, we hit May. We're pretty much in summer for up north. Like, our temperatures are what we get, you know, what I was used to in summer. And to see it hit the 40s was kind of weird. Yeah, it would be. And wonderful for me, but weird. Uh, It's it's been really, really cold here. It's been, uh, like, and usually there is no spring. It just goes, like, just like what happened. It was, like, 45, 50 degrees, and then next day it's, like, 85 and 90. Uh, Like, stop. Two days of that, and then tomorrow it's back down to 63 or 2 or something like that. See, that's what our marchers are like, and it wreaks havoc. Yeah. On my immune system, like, and you go from 40 degrees to 80 degrees, and then the next day it'll be 60, but it'll get down to 38 at night, and then be back up to 70 the next day. That's what our March is like, and it's a nightmare. Right. Okay. So you can't see me then? Um. So I can take my Wolverine jacket off? No, don't. Hold on. We're going to fix that. If you're wearing a Wolverine jacket, holy crap, that's awesome. Oh, Yeah. Well, because I'm in Canada. <laughs> the great white north. Oh, of course, yeah. We got elk and moose and, you know, mush dogs. That's how we get to school. We have to ride the sled dogs, you know. <laughs> I'll never forget going to New York and they actually, literally, it was almost that bad. And like back, back in the like middle, mid-70s, well, how'd you, how'd you get to the airport? Well, yeah, I took the, the dogs got me there. And the sled, you know, you fools. Fuck it. I took a cab or whatever. I drove. Oh, you didn't have to. T- there's not, no, there's not snow up to our to our fucking necks. We live in Toronto. It's kind of a city like you know New York. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, us eighteen year old Massachusetts kids, we would go up to uh, Canada not because the drinking age was different, but because we really liked French fries and gravy <laughs> on the weekends. That that we was to, the goal. Yeah. We used to go to um, Buffalo from where we where I grew up anyway, to to so we could drink, because the age was younger. It was eighteen or something, eighteen or nineteen in Buffalo. And really? Uh, and in Canada, it was twenty one before you could have a beer. Or go in, or get into a bar, and so we would go to Buffalo, and you know, drink and come back, and that's what we did on weekends, because that was the closest U.S. city. That's crazy, because then they flipped it. Because here it's 21, but we used to go to Canada because you only needed to be 18. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And yeah, no. But then they dropped it down to 18 as soon as I turned 19, and our 18, whatever. What <laughs> just pissed us all off? Oh, that's great. Anyway. So I was so, looking through all the stuff you've done, and I mean, everybody knows you for Wolverine, but you've done a bunch of other stuff. What got you into? You know, like, what got you into um, acting at all? Like, how how did that come about? 
Okay, hold on. I'm going to plug you into this thing, guys. Okay. <clears throat> and the little kid in me there you go. is saying, yeah, Wolverine I... calls you Jace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I, I, the fanboy inside of me is under very loose discipline right now. <laughs> uh, oh my god well I, I um i never i i was a singer and i just sang i was like the, the uh the one of the top jingle singers in in canada um solo singer and and group stuff i would do two to three a day every day wow. in the in the heyday and um I always sang from from the get go. My mother was an unbelievable singer. My brother Rory ended up working well, doing the album and touring with Meatloaf and um, Bonnie Tyler. Total Eclipse of the Heart. That's my little brother that sings the Turn Around. Every now and then I get it. You know that tune? Yeah. Turn around, eyes. Every now and then. I... Yeah, that's that's my little brother. So we, we were a very musical family. That's and I awesome. Just, yeah. So we, I did singing the whole way along, and then all of a sudden it's. Some guy, because we had to do, um, it was for a Chrysler or a car or something, a dealership, and they needed someone to be like a, 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 a cap or the, the sergeant who's like, who's got all the four by fours? So they had me do that. And, you know, singing. So the other guys were stand up, Tyser's got the four by fours, that kind of stuff. A year later, this guy asked me, he phone remembered that thing and, and offered me the job to be the spokesperson, like the voiceover guy. And I'd never done a voiceover in my life for, uh, for Chrysler. And I said, sure, because it was three times the money because singers only got scale. That's all they were ever paid. So and they, there was no f- arguing or anything about it. That's just, you know, you were, that's the point they got paid. But right. voiceover guys got at least double scale, at least scale and a half, if not double scale and up, whatever, uh, however good you were. So I was astonished. At like the increase in pay, and that's the only voiceover thing I ever did. And I don't know who heard that, um, but so the the X Men thing came up, and I had, and as I said, I'd never done any voice acting or any of that stuff, so I didn't know any of the people in it. And when I went into the audition, <clears throat> it was um, as I've said before, it was like. I, I said, she called me, said, would you like to audition this? Uh, the woman that called me was in charge of casting for the uh, New York and L.A. people, um, Karen Gura. And I said, well, okay, so what's it for? She said, well, it's for the part of Wolverine in, in this. Um, I said, who's that? Well, <laughs> I said, who's, <laughs> who, who's Wolverine? Well, one of the X-Men, and he's the only Canadian one, actually. I said, well, that's good. And he said, and they would like to hear you read something. Then I said, okay, where's the audition? It was across from the Eaton Center in Toronto and Young Street, up on, into the studio. And all these guys are behind the glass, as they want to be. And the director, um, Dan Hennessy, who would be doing the voice, working with us for, for the next five years. Anyway, I didn't know him. I didn't know anyone. And I walked in. They gave me a piece of paper with this script and a picture of, of uh Wolverine, and I said, "Okay, well, so this guy's what?" And they, and the, Dan tried to explain it to me, and he said he's very much a loner, which ended up. Well, I get so excited talking about this, but um, <laughs> as as I was when I ended up doing the show because I didn't know any of the people in the in the cast, and I'm like I was kind of like they knew of me because I'd done singing and stuff, and I would see them. We would pass each other, but I never knew any of them. Because they were voiceover people, and we right. and we were singers. So uh, anyway, I went in and he gave me this thing, and it was like I'll never forget that. I said, "So what is? What do you hear him sounding like?" And they said, 
Uh, they mentioned these names. Ward Bond. I went, Ward Bond? Like, that's an hmm. old, old actor. Uh, Steve McQueen, and just in, like, his, his uh, um, stepped-back sort of attitude, like, very cool and very quiet. Uh, Steve McQueen and Clint Eastwood. And I went, Clint Eastwood. Hmm. And so I, I stuck in and added in my own, in my brain, I looked at this stuff. And I, you know, coming from a small, tough little small town in, in Ontario, Port Dover, on the lake and stuff. Um, I, I've heard some of the stuff that was mentioned in this audition speech. I, I've seen it. I've seen it live. <laughs> so, and I, the, the line was, and there was a bit of, of stuff before it, the lines before it. But I remember, just clearly remember, like, yeah, you like picking on people smaller than you, pal. Jesus I'm smaller. Christ, hold on. I'm smaller than you, bub. Pick on me. Oh my God! Hold on. Yeah. Whew. And and I just okay. I just needed a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. It was just like you know, and I I've seen I've been with guys that like and seen guys that oh you because I hated people that picked on people like younger, older. I mean younger or you know what for whatever reason they didn't like them. And I was always growing up. Would always go like you leave her alone. You know, there was a little girl with there was a snot running down her face, and they say like you know they'd be picking on her. Like, why would you do that? What, what, what? Just leave her alone, or you or they'll answer. Or, you know, I'll deal with it. So this was that that kind of a moment. I was, it was just like wow, and we're looking at this going like, yeah, you like picking on people smaller than you, pal. I got an idea. Pick on me. I'm smaller than you, and that answer that was like. Um, they, they, the whole people in this control room just sort of stood up <laughs> and they started clapping and just went, this is it. Because they'd been looking for Wolverine for a, a month, a half, two months, whatever, casting-wise. And I, you know, I thought it, found it very strangely. I found identified with them immediately without knowing what I was doing. Because I said, I said well, did you like that? And they were like, like it. I said, you're done. And I, nice. I went home and they phoned me that night. He said, would you like to? I said, hello? Yeah, a cartoon? I mean, a cartoon, an animated Hello, you're kidding? Everyone wants to do that. And, I, and I, like I said, I'd never done any other voice work, so it was very, very strange. Jace, just like, okay, yep, I'm ready. Here we go. And then we went to the studio, and they spent six hours with each one of us on the parts, on the character. Like, okay, what's he going to sound like when he's not growling or like, or like with fighting with um, um, Sabretooth, which, by the way, those were the episodes that were like, to me, uh, I couldn't talk after them because there was so much fighting. It's like growling coming from the wrong part of your throat. Uh, and then I, you know, walk, have to go out and do a, a singing, <laughs> do a jingle. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, they just said, we just loved it. And so they guided guided me, worked with, okay, what's he going to sound like when he's, you know, if he's just in a church, so is he going to be like, what will he sound like? Like, uh, Professor, I'm going to leave the X-Men. No. I, uh, you know, and that took a, lot, a while to figure out what is, and I just said, well, you just kind of be like this, just, you know, they'll, they'll just talk like that, you know. And he was, when he's mad, you know, I know what you're thinking, punk. Question is, can I get Wolverine before he turns me into shish kebab with those claws? Well, bub, seeing as how these claws are adamantium, the strongest metal known and can slice through vanadium steel like a hot knife through butter, buddy, you got to ask yourself, do I feel lucky? And I, they said, perfect, hello, <laughs> your book. Jeez, dude. 
That, yeah. yeah. So, basically, it was, I mean, what what do they call it? It was, it was kismet. Yes, it was. For you. Like, yeah, like, okay. So, the lonely Canadian yeah. comes to New York, joins a team that know each other, have heard of him, but don't know him, because he has a... Re- <laughs> no. Yeah, like, if you know the X-Men, no. that's... No, he... Wow. There was no New York, Jason. It was all done in Canada. Oh, really? God, yeah. It was all done at Manta Sound. It was the studio, Manta Sound, uh, in uh, Toronto. And every one of the, of the uh, characters were Canadian. Uh, but I'm saying that they didn't know me because our worlds never crossed. I was, we were the singers. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. We, gotcha. we were the singers. Uh, and we never, you know, you never even saw the voiceover guys. They came in after the singing was done and stuff, you know. And if it was a beer commercial, I would have sung like, you know, uh, which I did many times. I flew to Chicago to do some uh, with with for Molson X, whatever. And like, the, the voiceover guy would come in and just go Molson X, Great Ale, and get paid twice what we've been we've been singing for two. Exactly, been singing for two hours. You're sitting there over there like, can I get a water? And yeah. he just walks in. I know. It's the good stuff. Excuse me, I've got to come in and make twice what you make in about oh five minutes. Right. Okay. Thanks, Molson. Thanks, fuckhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pardon my French. No, you're good. Yeah. So uh, that, so that was the, the, the um, what do you call it? The audition thing was like so, I remember it so vividly. And and the girl, uh, Fomies, I said, why did you call me? Like, cause she would never, she had no reason to call me. Uh, I'd never, right. I'd never done any cartoon work and stuff, you know. And she just said, I don't know. I just, I heard that to, to Chrysler commercial. But I said, but you know what? She just went out on a limb and just said, well, because they were desperate. They were looking for, you know, they needed to find Wolverine because he was like, he was going to, Wolverine was going to be the center of this whole animated series. And I, and he was, I, and I said, yeah. wow. And they, they said, you know, you know, be cool. You know, that it's, it is really all about you. And I said, well, no, it isn't. But again, talking and talking about Norm Spencer, like in the studio, we started off with all eight of us, seven, seven, eight of us around each separate mic and that just got to be silly because we'd start laughing eventually but um there was the separation and stuff they just figured they eventually ended up but um just doing us separately like all your lines at the same one you go in and and work for two hours or whatever as opposed to like because it just it did get frantic with six seven different actors doing their lines because you'd have to pause after the, the the line so that you wouldn't leak into the other character's next line, which right. which which made it really difficult to, to act because you wanted the reaction immediately from that person. Like, okay, you got a problem with me? Do something about it now. And you know, it'd be for saber tooth. Be like, you always were a punk, weren't you? You always were weaker than me, whatever. <laughs> and then the two of us would start, but you couldn't jump on each other. You know, jump on the lines, which you should be able to do. So if you went in separately, you could do that. You know, you could you would hear. You just imagine. You know, I guess that's uh, that's what it was Im- imagining, but it it just saved time and money for the production people. But they yeah. would fly. Now back then, did did you guys like? Did they have the episodes up on a no. monitor and you were acting to that, no, or you no, just no. read them dry? Like no, that? no, no, just the scripts. Uh, wow, just the scripts, which I have. I still have most of them here. I kept. I would always bring them home, and like. I, oh my God, that's with so my cool. scratches on it and stuff. You know, my what I felt at that time. I'm like, okay, it's from the director. Okay, he's really angry here, and uh, okay, he's happy here. Like, he's never happy. Okay, <laughs> but he, but there were some episodes 
That's where he was when he uh, 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 Cold Vengeance, I think, was the name of the episode, and he when he uh, left because of Gene and, and Cyclops. You know, she saw that you know they were having a thing, and he loved Gene, so he just pissed off and went up to, up north, to, you know, to where he was about northern Canada, and he was, Alberta, yeah, I think, yeah, usually northern northern yeah. Alberta. And uh, and met with this Inuit family, the Eskimos and stuff. In the episode where the the young one of the kids, the young punk, or not punk, but uh, one of the uh, younger Eskimos got jealous of Wolverine because he was, he could, Wolverine was catching more fish than him and and all that stuff. And they they, they ended up throwing Wolverine up in a blanket, you know, having separate uh, celebrating his uh, savings, you know, catching all this fish and all that stuff. I don't remember. If you remember yep. the episode, and then the the the, the 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 elder of the things called them friend, and, and Wolverine just oh, back to the throwing him up there. It's the first time and the only time, few times that he ever laughed in an episode, and I, I didn't know how he was going to laugh. I had never laughed as him, you know. So they're throwing him up in a blanket, like whoa, <laughs> and it was just very weird doing that because it's not he never laughed, he seldom laughed because he didn't want. Yep. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's the character. Even in the book's history, is he is the tragic. Yeah. And, and um, what yeah. the hell? What the? Um, oh, the guy said, and uh, the, the elder said, "My friend," and he said, "And Wolverine, I'll never forget it because he just says, you call me friend,' and it, you know, it just fades, it just fades to black. It was like you call me friend. No one's ever called him friend." Right, uh, it just touched me that episode, and the other one with um, um, when he's in the church. Uh, oh, the uh, Nightcrawler. That that was a great episode too. Nightcrawler and um, uh, who told him Wolverine, think with your heart. Don't you, you must think with your heart. You know, whatever. The beautiful soul of the Kurt yeah. Wagner. <laughs> and he, and uh, that was very touching. That whole thing, and Wolverine ends up at a church with the Bible that uh, he gave him, and he's reading a, an excerpt from the thing. And and uh, what's her name? Not um, Gambit's semi girlfriend. Uh, Rogue. Rogue is at the back of the church, looking at him, and just looking at him and watching him as he's kneeling down, reading from the book and stuff. It just showed a whole other side to him, uh, you know. And he's well, yeah, that was like. Um... You know, they opened it with him losing the only friend, really, on the X-Men that he had in Morph. Yeah. And I loved it that they revisited that later in the series. They actually, mm -hmm. you know, that um, the shapeshifter and, you know, Wolverine was like, I got my friend back. And then it ended up going sideways. Yeah. And, of course, anything with, with Logan and Gene together. And it, oh. it's always... Yeah, if you've ever been friend-zoned... Ever been what? Put in the friend-zone by a girl, you totally understand Wolverine. Because you're just like... Oh, yeah. I'm... You know what like? I'm the one who's better for you. Yeah. And I know that you know it, but you're still choosing the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, and it's Cyclops. So you could say you're even... You're choosing the pretty boy Boy Scout over the real deal. Yeah. You know? So oh, like, I know. Oh, for sure. You know, he just fucking hated Cyclops. Well, no, Pretty Boy. That's right. <laughs> I love pretty Boy. And what was Gambit's nickname? Um, Cajun. Well, Cajun was one of them. I just, I just loved. He had names for all of them. And I, but it was just Cyclops and I had. We had such a great rapport in the studio because Norm, Norm Spencer is like 
He talks like Captain America, too. Like, he's just, I am the hero, and I will be the leader of this crew. And, like, so many times, right. the things like, uh, you know, Professor Xavier say, uh, where's Wolverine? Where's Wolverine? And Cyclops is like, oh, he's off doing whatever he wants to do, per usual. <laughs> sounding like, he's sounding like Ted Knight, for God's sakes, from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, he's off being himself. Not doesn't care about us anyway. He's off. He's, <laughs> the, he's off doing his own thing. I always love the, huh? uh. I always love the scene where <laughs> Wolverine's in the garage. Oh, I know. And he, tell the Boy Scout I made him a convertible. <laughs> tell Cyclops I made him a, yeah, I made him a convertible. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. And that episode when, because he, uh, he loved um, children. He loved, um, oh, God. Uh, Al, uh, not Allison, that's her name. Her real name, Allison, who played Jubilee, yeah. And, and when, he's, yes. when he says, when he confronts Professor Xavier and he says, I have to leave the X-Men, I almost, I almost wasted a kid because he cut me off. And, and he said, and, and I almost, uh, Jubilee, he said something, I, I, you know, I almost hurt her or something. And he said, I'm leaving the X-Men. And he, that's when he took off and went up north again or something. Again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his history, too, yeah. though. Is, yeah. I don't know. I just, I was always, see... This stuff's real popular in the mainstream now. When I was a kid, it, it wasn't. Now, you know, a lot of people watch the show. Yeah. But for people that, you know, but 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 it, but for a lot of people, it was a cartoon. For me, you know, Wolverine and Batman um, informed my sense of justice and morality because I was bullied. I was always small. Yeah. And I was bullied. Yeah. In school, until I cleaned a kid's clock in the stairwell in sixth grade <laughs> in Cohannet Middle School, right outside of Mr. Bryady's eighth grade science class. Um, and then I realized that all you have to do is get a bully back and they stop being a bully. And then I became the anti-bully for everyone I ever saw get bullied yeah. after that. And Great so, stuff. Right. So for me... Your your embodiment, your your character of Wolverine finally giving it a voice, which when you give something a voice, yeah. like in a cartoon, for someone like me, that's where its soul lives. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we've had Hugh Jackman since, what, 99 as yeah. Wolverine, but for me, and I'm not taking anything away no. from him, but for me, because of the market left on me, since I was a kid, in my head, anything Wolverine-related is yeah. you. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you've heard that so I, many times before, have, but when I read a book, when I yeah. see a picture and I think of what he'd be saying in yeah. that picture, it's yeah. you as Wolverine, yeah. you know? Like, no, I've it's... heard that many times, many times. And when I, I met um, Hugh in probably 99, because they were shooting the movie, the very first movie, and um, we were both at this function for that, and he came up to me and he said, we were introduced. He said, "Yeah, you know, no, uh, no introduction, Mike. But I got to tell you, I'm getting really tired of listening to your voice because he is the only reference for him for Wolverine. They gave him a copy of the of the animated series, so he had to because all the kids identified with this voice, you know, and with Wolverine and with Logan, Logan, whatever. And and uh, he had to listen to that." tape just to get some sort of semblance and try and sort of get that kind of thing in his voice so he had to listen to him he was being very kind he was joking 
of course. And he said, he said, course, Mate, yeah. I'm, I'm really getting tired of listening to your voice. But he said, but kudos and you know, congrats and all that stuff. And, you know, he went in his way and the way he went to make millions. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. Oh, I know. But I and I just I couldn't. Uh, this year, I tried to. I watched the first movie for about I don't know twenty minutes, and I just uh, I don't know. Yeah, that would be. Well, it just was I, weird, I Jason, because he's. I never saw him that size. First of all, like th- that big, no, like he's six four. Or Wolverine was like five three or t- whatever, and a, like a, a fire hydrant. Um. And, exactly. Did you short and squat. Do you know? Have you heard of Eric Lewald and Julia? They were they were responsible for putting together the whole animated series. But what I liked about the series, too, is that they turned it it's way above being in a cartoon because it, it used that thing, if, if you recall, and I'm sure you will, it, 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 every episode was introduced with previously on X-Men. Remember that? Yes, Remember it was that? done Which like was late in, in real TV series, they did that, you know, previously on, you know, whatever, on whatever their series was you, people would watch. But you never heard it on a, on a, on a cartoon previously it, no, it it was the first time that we got treated exactly, not like exactly. kids. You know, Batman the animated series did it too, but you guys came yeah. first. You know, nineteen ninety two, it was the first time that somebody yeah made a show aimed at me, and they weren't yep. like, all right, here comes the silly noise, and here comes the this, and here no, com- no it was the previously on X Men. You know, yeah. Now exact, and I used to yeah. love that. So yeah, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, anyway, Eric's written a book. And uh, they're they're going to do comic cons and stuff. But he and his wife, who is a, a brilliant writer, both of them. Do they have a Twitter? Yes, yes. It's uh, X, okay. X, I've reached X out Men to them. TAS. Yes, they've actually said they wanted to yes. come. Oh, on. they would. X Men: The Animated Series. Well, he they're they're well. He he's responsible for the whole series. He's written an entire book about this, and he tells the story not like unlike not unlike your story. This kid was. Um, very overweight, I think was his problem, and he was very lonely and really teased him at school. And he got to the point, I think he was like 11, and he got to the point where he was on the roof and he was going to jump off the roof, but he was in so, he was he, the only reason he didn't, and he said, and it saved my life, was that if I did, I would miss Saturday morning, the X-Men. Jeez, dude, can you imagine? That, I mean, and it saved his life. I mean, in a way of, of speaking, it, it's like it prevented him from jumping off the roof and killing himself at that particular moment because he said, well, shit, I'll miss the X-Men. I, I can't do that. I can't. And, and because and the X-Men, the reason I've been asked why you think it was what so popular and lasted, because male, female, anyone in that age watching an animated series like that can identify can pick one of those characters that they like, male or female. So it didn't it wasn't like you know sex bias or anything. It wasn't all big guys. Right. There was like Rogue and Jubilee and uh, you know any age group was covered in there. And um, they're all out. They're all outcasts. They're all outcasts in their own way. And it's because no the regular people don't like these. These they're weirdos. Even though they're trying to do good. It's like a lot of normal, like people go through life like that. Oh, say I don't fit the norm, you know, just whatever. Uh, they could identify with that with that series, with the X Men series, you know, because exactly yeah. that's why I've always been drawn to the yeah. X Men, even when I was oh, yeah. younger. Um, X Men and Batman stand above, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. th- th- those three comic books <laughs> traveled with me my whole life because 
of that. Always feeling like you're not quite, you know, and, and, and I don't mean it for me in a victimhood role. I mean, I'm, you know, I've made, I have a great job and a beautiful wife and two kids that are doing great and a dog and a cat <laughs> and two cars. You know what I mean? Like everything's great. But when it came along was when it wasn't that for, you know what I mean? It wasn't that for me. Like I said, I was really skinny and I wasn't tall and I was kind of quiet, which my wife, if she heard me say this, would just look at me like I'm lying. <laughs> but when I was younger, before I got my confidence and self-esteem by earning it, I I was very quiet and small. Yeah, same, same here. And, and it was, you know, I was always, if I was angry at somebody, it was always on the inside. It, it was, if I raged about something, it, it was on the inside. Yeah. And, you know, for, and I know I've said it already, but for me, watching the portrayal of Wolverine on the screen was like, well, that's, that's how I want to be outside. Not six clawed and able to take apart a Sentinel robot in three <laughs> seconds, but like, you know, I, I want to be the one that they don't bully me. I make the bully stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, like, I guarantee you there are so many stories that are way more severe than mine, but they are there, and it did matter at the time, and it still matters today. I think that's why the cartoon is still, oh. to me, and the people I know and the people I grew up with, it's just as popular today, even if it's not run on TV. Oh. Everybody oh, knows Oh, no, that. I know. And, and what I also loved about the thing is, like, the lines, I had the best, well, I had, Logan, Wolverine oh, you had did. the best, funniest funniest fucking lines i mean some of them mm -hmm. i'm just i just got the whole series again and i'm like reliving it which is just making my it, it makes my day we're like looking at some of the um the episodes that i've forgotten and, and stuff but some of the lines that he had were so funny it just it's like what um uh, when he's fighting with uh, the scene from cold vengeance when he gets thrown off the cliff he's fighting with of course Sabretooth, and he ends up on a on a chunk of ice just holding on to the chunk of ice and uh, Sabretooth's yelling down at him, you always were weaker than me, uh, you're lucky, you get kind of savvy, blah, blah, blah. he's just blabbing, and Wolverine is like floating like on this <laughs> bourbon, it, it, almost into himself, he says, at least I won't have to listen to your flapping mouth anymore. <laughs> your <laughs> flapping <laughs> mouth anymore. Uh, some of the some of his lines were just, uh, you know, and got bit by a dog too. <laughs> like, what? What? You know, God. I can't think of the lines now. Of course, it would escape me because that'd be too. That'd be too wonderful if I could remember something. Oh, oh, let's see. They've, they've got um, the one where Sabretooth's fighting with the cops, and Cyclops is trying to get Wolverine to help, and he's like, <laughs> "Come on, they're gonna kill him." And Wolverine, said, it's just the one-liner. I know. good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good. Um. Um. Jeez. Uh, oh, it's Captain America! You, Captain uh, America! That's the episode of Captain America, which I just watched again, and it's just some of his lines to Captain America about. Um, he said, "My name's Captain America." And he said, "Wow, you could have fooled me," <laughs> because the, the outfit is like you know, red, white, and blue on Captain America. Remember, remember the episode, yes. and, and then they're climbing up this cliff face, and he's just like, "What's with that outfit you got on? That's got to itch." <laughs> uh, it was just. What I love is the is go, going back to the morph episode, and it's 
it's like when Cyclops made the decision to leave Morph behind. And it's not a funny line, but it's one of the ones that always stuck out to me. And it, it's one of the ones that helped inform me on, on what loyalty mm-hmm. is. And, and I mean that. Is, you know, Cyclops makes a decision to pull the team back. Morph gets left, presumably to die. Yeah. You know, for for us watching, it was like, oh, crap, they killed a mutant this early? Yeah. And, um, that- you know, Wolverine is tussling with Cyclops, and he just says, next time, and the claws come out, and it's the, I'll use these. <laughs> you know, like, you made me leave my friend behind, you do it again, I'll gut you yeah. like a fish. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the, I got lucky, that was always a great line, when, <laughs> when yeah, Wolverine's fighting Omega Red. Yeah. And he, he's talking about him, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, they made him in Russia, and he can't feel pain and all this. And he goes into, like, almost like a, a baseball card stat breakdown of how badass Omega Red is. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and, you know, in Colossus, it's, and you defeated this man. <laughs> and I just love the, I got lucky. I, like, I, got, lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got lucky. Oh, God. You did have the best Oh, no, lines. no kidding. <laughs> you really no did. kidding. Sabretooth with the what's wrong, Wolverine? No kiss and makeup. <laughs> kiss this. Like it's yeah, like it's the best. Oh, I know. And I'll tell you what, boy or girl, everybody in my age group then wanted to be Jubilee. Oh yeah. Because not not, not for her not powers. Rogue. Not rogue. Boy, a lot of No. Oh. Jubilee. Because Wolverine oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Ju- Ju- protected her. Jubilee was yep. a kid. And who better to be like, I'll, I'll be your exactly. older brother figure exactly. than Wolverine. Exactly what it was. <laughs> you know what, Jason? She lived, I'm, I'm, well, I'm on the house where I live. And she, um, when I had, I had a TV show for five years uh, that was syndicated worldwide called Circus. And it was all circus acts, you know, like the Garden Brothers Circus, like real lions, tigers, trapezes, the whole, oh, wow. the whole ball of wax. And it was on every, well, to change nights, but Thursday, Friday night. And it was like the huge show in Canada and in Ireland and, uh, you know, all over the world, syndicated worldwide in certain markets and stuff. And it was like kind of like a Donnie and Marie Osmond. And there was a girl that I started the show with. Anyway, so these Jubilee, Allison was her name, Allison Court, lived literally four houses away from me when I, when I moved into this neighborhood. And when I moved in, I was in the third year of that TV show. And they came to my door on Halloween. They, she was about 11 or 12 or something. That's and she, she came to the door and I uh, put on the outfit that I had to wear, which is like a ringmaster's thing, whatever. It's Halloween. And I was a bachelor living here by myself in this great neighborhood. And she's about with four or five other girls. And the door opens and they say, it's a trick or treat. And I, and I opened the door and she said, almost the news, and they said, be still my heart. <laughs> These little kids, these little girls. And Allison would used to sit across from my house on the curb waiting for me to go out to the car to, you know, to go to work or whatever. With her, with oh her, gosh, with, with her little girlfriend. Yeah, because like, yeah, I was on TV. Like, in, in your neighborhood, you live four doors away from this guy that's on circus? It's just, it was crazy. So, and, you know, and we finally end up working across, and I'm her big brother. It was just so perfect. I was going to say, so you were Jubilee's yeah. hero before yeah. you were, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy and awesome. Like in, in Eric's book, he points out, he, he writes, it, it's amazing, and he just says how this all, he said it's, it's magic the way this all came together, 
because they're all from New York and L.A., the writers and stuff, and they came to Canada and found these seven, eight X-Men, and everyone just slid into their roles, and it just, he said it was like, it just became magical. And the Fox Network was not was nothing before uh, the X-Men animated series. Um, the first six or so episodes, they weren't sure. And then it went, it just, the, the, the reviews took off, and Fox ended up ahead top of CBS and NBC on Saturday morning TV. They became the number one network from the X-Men, the animated series. Thank you. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I would get up early on Saturday mornings, and I would watch the silly cartoons yeah. first, and I would eat some cereal, and I would go out and play. And at 10.45, it was the reason I wore a watch as a kid. I crap you not. <laughs> at 10.45, I would look at everyone and be like, I will see you at noon. <laughs> and I would leave. And if they wanted to come watch it with me, that's fine. If not, I'll see you yep. at noon. And I know the show is only a half hour, but I would, I would watch it and then spend a half hour with my action figures recreating oh. it. Um, I, I had a paper yep. so did uh, I. when I was a kid because, so you know, yeah. So, like, nine, ten years old, my, my dad let me get this paper route. So I always had spending money. My spending money went towards Butterfingers, Sour Cream and Onion Pringles, oh, X-Men episodes, um, issues, and the X-Men action figures. Wow. So I would I would watch the episode and then recreate it if I had the characters. Sometimes they'd throw in a villain, um, and I wouldn't have it. But I mean, I was the kid where everyone was like, "Let's play army," and I was like, "No, make up your own mutant power." Yeah. <laughs> and, and and let's play the. That's X-Men. great. Make up your own mutant power. I, wow. I mean, I always ended up gleaning powers from my favorites. Yeah. Um. Or it would be like, let's just play the X Men, and everybody knew Jason's Wolverine. Yeah, of course. Like it was, you know, we've got yeah. the rest to choose and of course, from. And of course, Jason's, Jason's Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you what, I've spent my whole life, whenever people would talk about the X Men or Wolverine, it was always I would go to this voice, <laughs> and I, I can't do it like you can do it. But I mean, like as a little kid before my voice changed. So imagine. Oh my God. This little suburb in Massachusetts, there's this short, really skinny, blonde-haired, 10-year-old boy in his neighborhood going, I'll tell you what, bub. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. You know? Like, oh, I know. And now that I have my grown-up yeah. voice. But still, it's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you have been a part of my life since I was at least 9 or 10 years old. And I'm telling you, you and Kevin Conroy, because you gave voices to the characters, you and and, and Batman, wow. had like informed my sense of justice and morality. And for that, I genuinely, I thank you, because it was it was that character that gave me the courage to become the anti-bully, yeah. and stop being bullied, and then to look out for other well, that's people. That's fantastic. As soon as I realized I could beat a bully. You know, I could beat yeah. the bully. Nobody around me was getting bullied again. And I'm still like that yeah. to this day. God bless you. You know, I, so, I mean, it's 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 so crazy. It's such a trip talking wow. to you and hearing about, you know, how the X-Men got born as a cartoon. Yeah. And, and I know that you've done 
other 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 things yeah, and, and nothing like I, that nothing like this ever no but you were a doozer on fraggle yes rock. i was and i uh sang i did all the singing on fraggle rock down at fraggle rock oh my god you're you need to stop not only are you wolverine but you're my young child yeah right no uh, fraggle i rock. was one of the fraggle one of the uh doozers and one of the Forget not one of the Fraggles. I think it was one of the Doozers. But I sang all the stuff. I, I helped them because the, the puppeteers weren't strong enough singers. So myself and Sharon Lee, uh, Sharon Lee Williams, would go every every episode and do like down at Fraggle Rock. I mean, we sang all that stuff. The, the... Oh my God, dude, that is that yeah. is amazing. And I, I don't know if you ever did. You ever see the series Goosebumps? Yeah, like it was it, based off the R.L. Stein yeah. books. You were you were I was um... slappy. Slappy, that's it's right. Slappy. You're the reason I am frightened. Well, of yeah, well, no kidding. I mean, no, and most of it was a bartender at our at our uh, the bar that I go to. It's like, she's, and if I ever even attempt to do it, she just turns. She she knows who it is. And she says, "Stop it!" Like she said, it's free, it freaks me out because of me slappy. Like, yeah. like oh okay. no, slappy. Yeah, no, that's that's oh no, that's anyway. amazing. Now, see, I'm one of those. Uh, Voice actors, for some reason, because it touches something that just watching somebody do something on screen, and you're like, oh, it's that person doing that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's oh, th this person is doing, it's Ben Affleck as Batman. It's this is yeah. this person. It's this is this person. For me, I, cartoons and comic books were such a beat that I, I get more starstruck over voice actors than I do screen actors. So, when I was looking through stuff and I saw the Fraggle Rock thing, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> yeah, that is. This, did did you? Oh, so when they were filming it was again we're was, in the studio. Was Jim Henson Jim, ever on Jim, the set? Jim or? Henson would be there, like, and you know the the, oh the music god. guys, and we would just be in the studio. We're just, we're just singing the songs that would be done on on that for whatever episode it was. Who was his music? I was it was it Paul Williams? Paul Williams. No, what? I'm trying to think who did a lot of his music. Who did a lot of whose music? Henson's music. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Like, did his music? Like, um, wrote it and. Oh, well, this is a guy again. It was a Canadian guy that was that here was here because they did they, they did it all here again. But you know, all the all, yeah, oh, all the really? talent was from from the from the U.S. Jerry and. Uh, all the talent and the puppeteers, for sure, were all from the states and stuff, and all the singing and the music was done here. So you know, all of them would be here, and they shot it here. But they were all Americans. But they came down here to save money. Uh, you know, our dollar was so much below theirs, and they would uh, they would do the music in all the studios and shoot it here and stuff. And the old guy, remember that the guy that had the dog. Yeah, yes. Doozer, not Doozer, um, I forget what the dog said. He was a great old guy, that actor. He died three or four years ago or something. But I always liked him and, and the dog. And uh, But it was shot here, and um, they were all Americans, like I say, and uh, the music was Canadians, the people. Down at Fraggle Rock. See, that's great, yeah. though. You need to, oh, dude, you need to. I, I will start singing like a, like an idiot if you keep doing that, and I don't even care how embarrassing that is for the people who listen to this episode. But I will start dance your cares awaying on you if you oh, keep. Oh no! Don't. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. Now we're getting close to baseball time here. 
So it's how, how come it's oh, the same? I, how, is it the same time in, in Georgia as it is here? Yeah, it's usually um, Braves if they're doing a regular like an. Well, evening it is game. the Braves. We're playing the Braves tonight. Are we not? Are we not? This this is for the Braves to sweep the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, but you know our guy, one of my favorite player for the Braves, went and broke his wrist. Oh. Freddie Freeman fractured we, his wrist. Uh, uh, Braves. We have half of half of our baseball team. Uh, the Donaldson's out. Tulowitzki's out. Everyone's out. Well, trust me, that's the only reason why we're doing good because the Braves are real hitters. No, I, they're they're like you're not, you're they're, they're near the bottom, aren't they? I think we're fifth oh. in um, a category of five teams right now. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? Yeah, what's that tell you? We're fifth, and each each division has five teams, and we're we're, wow. we're fifth. Wow. But uh, the reason why I brought um, was asking if Paul Williams did the music for Fraggle Rock, like did the writing and stuff, was he did um, the Muppet Show, the Muppet Movie. I, I always. You- attribute Paul Paul Williams in involvement with anything that Jim Henson did cuz he wrote a lot. Are you talking about Paul Williams the little short the writer like the songwriter the that wrote yes. we've only just begun and stuff for the carpenters? Yes, oh, yes, that's a I think I said Andy Williams at first and that's a country singer but I meant Paul Williams. Andy Williams is was not a country singer. He was a uh, you know Andy Williams sang the uh, he had he it discovered the Osmond brothers and stuff. Remember Andy Williams? Speak Andy softly, Williams. love. Sandy Williams had a beautiful high voice. And stuff. Yes, Noah Williams, Chris, uh, Christian Williams, Robert. Oh. Williams. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw his picture and thought he was a country. So I'm only thirty. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not. I'm not as. Uh, but it was. I knew it was one of the Williams, and Paul Williams wrote a lot of music for Jim Henson. He did the actual Muppet Show and the Muppet Movie, oh. and a bunch of the other like DVD special stuff and. That, that that's who I was oh, thinking of. Okay. When, when you were talking about singing for Fraggle Rock, I didn't know if he was no, if he was no. involved. Okay, no. that's why I always. It's just it's one of those weird associations that you have where somebody says something and you think of yeah, a person wow. that you usually think involved with it. I love. Which... He did a lot of work for Jim Henson. Okay. Well. But Fraggle Rock was it was so good. It was I, yeah. It was just such a cool concept it's a for very kids. Cool like, concept. Right, like okay, so the noises yeah. in your walls aren't exactly bad monsters. No. Now the big giant troll things. Oh, look, off! Oh, I loved, I loved, now, those, loved his voice. It was the oh, coolest voice. Him. He was a great guy too. A fuego, a fuego. I I borrowed that voice for. Uh, I did a cartoon called King, and I just I and his name. My character's name was Bob Wire, <laughs> because he was built like a barbed wire. His whole he was. Coiled yes. up and stuff, and he gets exactly. And he was talked to flags, and they had flags, and, and he had one of those flaggo that, that kind of a, you know, uh, 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 what's his name um, from Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, that I tried to impersonate all through high through grade school. Elmer Fudd, like hello, we're gonna get the wabbit. Uh, uh, See, I could never do. Yeah, who broke that glass? One of you fellows will pay for this. Uh, Elmer Fudd, you're. You're a lot more Elmer Fudd yeah. than I am. <laughs> okay, it's, got, it's, it's coming to baseball time. It, well, you, it, it's in Atlanta, too. Yeah, I, uh, I think we usually kick off about 7.20. Okay, well, let me know if you want to do this again. Oh, my God. You have no idea. If you're willing to come oh, yeah. back on, um, 
I'd, I, yeah, I'd love to when we didn't lose an exactly. hour trying to figure out our computers. Exactly. Um, Where I can get, and we yeah. can go at like 4.30 or whatever and just go for a straight hour again. No, if you don't mind. No, <laughs> stop. You don't even need to ask okay. if okay, I Okay, so. I am, yeah. You tell me when, and I will be at my computer with nothing stopping me to get in the way. Because. Terrific. Just the, the 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 couple times you went into the Wolverine voice, I I don't even care what complications there were today. Screw you, everybody who laughed at me for liking the X Men X Men when I was in middle school. You didn't get to talk to Wolverine today. I did. God bless you. I mean, seriously, this is a honestly, this is um, a bucket list thing. You have no idea. Well, Jason, getting to talk to you is something I never thought would ever happen um, from my childhood, even to now with the podcast. I was like, I'm going to reach out and we'll see. And I'm this little podcast and I'm just on my own and we'll see. And then here you are. Well, you're more than welcome. And I had a riot, even though I waited for an hour and a half. No, man, I... Thank you so much for, for the time today. And if you're willing to come back on, oh, yeah. I will do whatever. Did, 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 yeah. you, you, you let me know, and I will make it happen. I'm definitely going to be coming back on. Oh, yeah, my we'll some, we'll have some so fun. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do some more. What I want to do is I want to keep I, – I, like, it's been 25 years. So I, I'm just going back looking at some of the episodes so I have more ammunition. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. yeah. That would be so cool, but I mean, j- j- just you yourself. Yeah. Okay. It was, was I mean, just yeah. If if you knew what this stuff has meant to me, for I'm 36, it came out when I for 26 years of yep. my life. Well, even now. Well, you. I, I knew you were coming on this entire <laughs> week. In my head has just been. That theme song was freaking epic. You show me another cartoon where that theme song even comes Oh, I know. Close. There isn't one. It's fantastic. And and that bell I know. I need, when they show I need, Xavier. Every time I do it, I've done it with my wife on our walks. I'll take, I, I said, I just need to get that bell because I can't do it. I can do yeah. Bong. I need, yes. I need to carry the <laughs> like bell. It's required. I need to carry that effing bell. It's a tick. Yeah. I have to get that boom noise oh, yeah. in my head or it doesn't no, sit no. right and it bothers me. I know. Me. Same here. Okay, I'm going now. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll be watching the Braves. Yeah. You root for the Blue yeah. Jays. <laughs> um, no, and now the latest thing was that I'm one of our top players, the only one that is hitting, and is a great super catcher in the fielders of Pilar was raked over the coals and they might be suspending him for a, a homophobic slur after he struck out. Oh, good Lord. Pardon? I said, oh, good Oh, no, Lord. I know. I said, these guys are baseball players. They must use these kind of words every every other at-bat, you know, depending on what happens in the game. Anyway, it, so the serious. And, you know, the people who claim to be offended by it, they've said it in their life. Oh, too. of course. Everybody's got to quit being so freaking sensitive. I know, but you know. That's why. But you know what? I think I'm so nostalgic for no, our it's stuff. Just, it's because he just got happened to be caught on cam, like you know, the camera had to be right, happened to be right up by his face, 
when he yelled at the pitcher, like whatever. You could have called him wingnut or whatever, but it just whatever he said came out. And you know now they're gonna yeah. suspend him, maybe. Good lord, come on! It's a baseball game. Exactly, and I think that is why I'm nostalgic for. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for the days when you guys were yeah. because things could just be things. Not everything didn't have to hurt somebody's feelings, no, and you didn't have to apologize. We drank water out of the hose for God's exactly. sake. And, some, and sometimes <laughs> I actually did have numb nuts. <laughs> exactly. I had to walk. What to did school. you call me? Numb nuts. Come here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll Come show you on. numb nuts. Okay, I'm going now, Jason. All right, all right. I'll tell you what. I promise you this. Okay, I you say I'm going, but I, I, I don't know how to go. I don't know. How, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, so what? Yeah, I'll come back on for sure. You come back on, I will learn the Fraggle Rock theme Okay. Song. <laughs> down, down at Fraggle <laughs> Rock. Okay. Uh, and I'll double check it to make sure that you're correct. Okay. There you go. All right, you have a you great too. night, sir. All righty. Okay, man. Touch. Bye, Jace. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Cal Dodd. Amazing interview. Um, I didn't know what to edit. I wasn't even sure what to edit out. Um, I just had a blast, and it really was a dream come true. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Have a great weekend, and remember to make the world a better place, one nerd at a time. Bye, guys.